This podcast contains explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Creepy Cannabis Podcast, where we chat all things creepy, cannabis, true crime, paranormal, and weird. I'm Madeline. I'm Rachel. And today... Hello. We're here. We've arrived. <laughs> that has a nice uh, pitch to it. I did have some good pitch. I was like, oh, all right, voice. Okay, who's she? It's like that episode of Friends Ain't new here. Uh, where Phoebe gets a cold and her voice is amazing and she like... <laughs> I haven't even seen Friends, but I've seen that clip like 87 times. That show did not age gracefully. <laughs> what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> Maybe like well and then the word gracefully. You always surprise me with the random fucking shit. I was just telling Maddie how all of my uh, receptionist coworkers at my job have just decided this world is such hot trash mm-hmm. that the only explanation is that it's run by Satan. So we are now witches. We're going to form a coven. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> And, uh, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, we want. why not? They were like, which The coven has herbs. descended. And I was like, I also okay. do herbs. Don't make the coven descend. Do not make us descend. Or would they ascend because they're coming from hell? Um, de- I don't know. Like, they're not coming down from heaven, surely. Yeah, but they're ascending on you. I yeah. <laughs> from beneath. From beneath. <laughs> I'm sorry, just... You know what? I'm going through some things, some medication adjustments. Godspeed. It's fine. We're here. We're surviving. Surviving, not thriving. So the strain today is called Blueberry Headband. Headband? Oh, fuck. I just knocked the entire ember off my joint. I did that yesterday. That's tragic. I literally spent an entire 60 seconds in That's tragic. That's tragic. Well, R.I.P. Headband. Let me relate this. Okay. So, Blueberry Headband is an indica-dominant hybrid, um, usually like 30-70 in the ratio, so pretty pretty indica-heavy, and it is um, crossed with the strains Blueberry and Headband. <laughs> surprise, get, surprise. <laughs> so, it's an effective choice for um, treatment of nausea. Um, any kind of lack of appetite, chronic pain, anxiety, and, um, you know, bad moods, stuff like that. Um, the effects are both physical and mental. Um, so it gives you a really calming euphoric high with a little bit of energy and creativity, um, on the side. I love when weed makes me creative. Mm -hmm. I literally feel like that TikTok the best artists of our time smoked cannabis <laughs> i'm like am i better than everyone <laughs> every time mm-hmm. one time i literally spent four hours in like a weed induced uh creative rage and all i did was take all the stickers i have for crafting and put them on pages in books and i was like behold i'm a genius what are you sniffing so it's got like an earthy lemon aroma with a sweet hint of blueberry flavor i'm gonna be 100 percent honest with the people can you smell it 
It smells exactly like clay cat litter. Smell it ground up. Sniff this and up. tell me. It did go on. There's a piece of weed on her nose. <laughs> Report. Pete, piece of weed on I'm her so nose. Scared. You smell the lemon? I do smell the lemon, but sniff this bag like this and tell me this does not smell like like cat, like new cat litter. Not like a used litter box, like cat litter. I don't smell it. Okay. But I also, well, after I opened the bag, like all the smell escaped. I mean, I'll be honest. So. I don't give a shit what my weed smells like. If it does the job, I will. I would smoke Too an actual true. cat turd if it was It definitely has a lemony hint. Okay. I believe her. We all have different noses. Mm-hmm. Um, so this has 20% THC, and the highest terpene is Myrcene. It's only 0.39%, very low terp profile um, in general. Um, but Myrcene is, you know, that sedative, muscle-relaxing, pain-relieving terpene, which is why it's really good for chronic pain, anxiety, um, and stuff like that. And the second highest is Caryophylline. It's only 027 but that is also well-known for pain relief, anti-depression, um, and anti-anxiety. So. I got really fucking scared because I literally had Do Not Disturb on my phone. Mm-hmm. And I forgot that that says nothing about the sound of TikTok. Mm-hmm. So I literally went to open my phone that was already on TikTok, mm-hmm. heard a sound, and was like, ah! <laughs> and you, like trying to turn it down. Um, right. Yeah. So, I apologize. It is going away. It's wet. I'm going to be honest. I am extremely high at this time of my life. I will be there soon. I did not anticipate. Um, mistakes were made. It's fine. So, today, we are talking about um, the deadliest tsunami in human history. It is... <laughs> I was trying so hard to hold this. It's okay. Um, A lot of people refer to it as the Thailand tsunami. Um, It actually didn't hit Thailand first, but it did the most devastation in Thailand. Oh, I didn't know that. In terms of death count um, and stuff like that. So it's 2004. It's the day of very wide legged jeans and shirts that had shirts underneath them. (laughs) If you can picture Can it. we talk about the accessories that had nothing to do with the shirts? And Sudden the belts. Fucking, oh my god. The belts. Yeah. The lace. 2004. The bangs. Mm-hmm. Got it. The, sa- the stage has been set. <laughs> so that was America, of course. But, you know, over in, in Asia. Um, 2004, the day after Christmas. Oh, that's sad. Very sad. Um, especially because a lot of people travel for the Christmas holiday to countries that they wouldn't normally be found in, like Thailand and Indonesia. Um, So, you know, at this time, thousands of Europeans, Americans, plenty of other tourists um, had flocked to the beaches of Thailand, Sri Lanka, and Indonesia, as they do probably pre-COVID many (laughs) times, or like consistently through the holidays, they see spikes in their tourism around this time. The fact that we are officially in the pre-covid post-covid conversation Mm -hmm. i mean okay Mm -hmm. okay so at 7 59 a.m a 9.1 magnitude earthquake 
which is one of the largest ever recorded. Oh, of course. Ripped through um, an undersea fault in the Indian Ocean, um, which propelled a massive column of water directly toward, you know, all of these unsuspecting shorelines. Um, like I said, it was one of the, it was the deadliest recorded tsunami in history. So it um, ruptured a 900 mile stretch um, of fault line, the quake, where the Indian and Australian tectonic plates meet. Um, and it was a powerful mega thrust quake. Okay. I didn't even know. So, uh-huh. don't know what that is, but it's powerful. It's a and mega thrust. And there's a mega thrust involved. <laughs> and you it occurred. There's a mega thrust involved. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Sometimes you see, you're very soft spoken, so sometimes I don't get a joke until like a minute later, and then I, <laughs> I can't. Okay, I'm so sorry. Proceed. I need to put this on. Um, so that happens when a heavy ocean plate slips under a lighter continental plate. So the quake caused the floor of the ocean to suddenly rise by as many as 40 meters. Oh, um, is that all? Which is it one meter quick reference 40 meters to feet because we are in America and we suck. That's 131 feet. I understand. So, 131 feet, like, boom. Just like that. Um, and it's a wave, so, like, that's the beginning. It well, yeah, goes. that went boom, and then the water was like, oh, shit. Let me catch up. And I feel like it literally just continues to build eternally until it hits. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's actually what it does. But So, it was fast. Within 20 minutes of the earthquake taking place, the first um, of several 100-foot waves hit the shoreline of... Branda Ak, killing more than oh, okay. This uh, so I guess it did hit Thailand first, but it did hit. I thought it hit um, somewhere else first, so maybe I lied. Anyway, mm-hmm. I lied. Um, a hundred percent lie. We should know that so ourselves. it's fine. It hit this this area, killing more than a hundred thousand people um, instantly, and basically turning the city to rubble. Um. I can't imagine a hundred feet of like a, a huge wall of water just basically coming at you. When I I know I've mentioned this before, but you know sometimes new people come into the podcast at different parts. So I had a lot of recurring nightmares when I was a kid, but the one that I had the most often was I would be sitting like on a beach and it's like dusky, so pretty dark, but like you still have the bright colors in the sky. You can still see. Mm-hmm. the horizon it's really bad when the water comes all goes out and it's like really i'm bad. sitting on i'm like in a dune cave it's like a perfectly structured like little dune hole and we're all sitting in there we're just watching the water and this giant wave <gasps> comes up and like my little child brain is like okay you're gonna you're gonna drown and the wave would hit me and my mom used to get so scared because i would hold my breath in my sleep every time i had that dream and then of course like my body's not gonna let me do that so i eventually would like gasp for air and wake up mm-hmm and I only stopped having that dream as an adult when it was replaced with my tornado dreams. So I don't know what's up with that, but I would, I think I would Natural actually have a heart attack are scary. and just die before it even hit me. Mm-hmm. But people don't take into consideration, like, how fast it comes in. Like, once that's happening, like, they're, it's, true. it's just, it's going to be what it's going to be. It is what it is, as they say. Um, 
so yeah like basically the coastal city they had there was about 320,000 people in the entire city and yeah it instantly killed 100,000 people men women children everyone um buildings just folded like a house of cards flattened trees and cars were swept up in the rapids and basically no one survived um no one that was caught in the initial like hit survived basically no one yeah you um so then in quick succession uh huge waves rolled over the coastlines in thailand india and sri lanka killing tens of thousands more um eight hours later um and five thousand miles from its epicenter the tsunami claimed its final casualties um on the coast of south africa jeez so all like all in 230,000 people were killed in literally hours yeah yeah within within eight hours um making it one of the deadliest disasters in modern history in general um with waves traveling almost 500 miles an hour across the indian ocean the tsunami hit the coastal provinces of um two cities in thailand (laughs) an hour and a half later Um, from the initial hit. Um, Despite the time lapse, uh, locals and tourists were caught completely unaware of the imminent destruction. Curious beachgoers um, wandered out among the oddly receding waves only to be chased down by a huge wall of water. Um, Not that I suggest watching it. Sorry, there's an ambulance coming down our street. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that I suggest watching it, but there's actually a video online of people on the beach and the water's pulled out really far and they're That's there so with their scary. kids and they don't know and they're like oh look how cool and the water just hits these people and i just was like a second it's one second it was so and it's funny because sean and i used to we watched like a lot of natural disaster stuff and he always would say i don't understand like what's so bad about water like comparatively he's like i don't understand it's just like water and then we finally watched the movie that a movie that was made around this which we talked about last time which is was it the impossible mm-hmm. and when you see like no first of all it's water well, first going of all a hundred feet of water going 500 miles an hour he knows, like, it's the, like concrete the, yes but he just he's like you know, no, I know how do you not it's concrete that literally shapes around everything that it goes through right and then i said well you watch that movie which i don't want to spoil anything because it's phenomenal and you should watch it but i don't think it takes a, a rocket scientist to deduce that this water is filled with cars mm-hmm. and other Debris, bodies and building pieces sharp and glass things. yes so not oh only God. it's literally you're in water that is flying past you with fucking razor blades and buildings in it ah! and you're just like oh yeah if i don't drown <gasps> i'll just get fucking sliced to death i'm done so i can't um so when he saw that movie, he was like, fuck, oh, fuck. that, I'll take a tornado. Mm. At least I can see mm. that bitch coming and I can try to, like, boot uh, Run away, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Like, outrun it. Mm. He probably thinks he could. Fucking Sean. Fucking white men. Oh, white men think they can do everything. The audacity. <laughs> Actually, I wish I could have the confidence of, like, a 30-year-old white man. I wish They I could... are so confident. I wish I could have the confidence of any aged white man i mean yeah facts. even a 98 year old white man because you know they really you know they've never been told no 100 what's that like <laughs> i honestly would just settle for knowing what it's like to be able to walk down the street at night and not think you're going to be raped murdered or maimed 
and it's not even worth trying to explain because it's literally so sick and fucked up that people just like they're like oh that sucks and it's like hmm. the fact that when i get in my car i lock the door immediately just oh, in case somebody tries within to open a second it, out. within a my second my fingers on it as i open the door yeah. the fact that i will not look at my phone while i'm walking like to my car because i Smart. read somewhere that if they see you looking at your phone they think you're not paying attention but if you're looking around they're less likely to try to grab you also there people are more likely to grab you if you have a ponytail mm-hmm. because it makes your entire head easier to control and grab quickly versus hair that's down yeah it's probably harder to rip it out mm-hmm. like too because the ponytail's keeping it kind of there mm-hmm. so i mean thank you for coming to my ted talk that's on being a woman <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome so an hour later after that on the opposite side of the indian ocean the waves struck the southeastern coast of india near the city of chennai pushing debris um, filled water as you said kilometers inland and killing more than ten thousand people in its way um, mostly women and children, since many of the men were out fishing. Explains me how that makes sense. Because they could ride, like, the, oh, yeah, you know? Yeah, fuck. Yeah, they're not getting hit with anything. They're just out in the ocean, like, yes, they have oh, to Oh, shit, and they're in a boat, too. A big that helps. wave, but... Damn. Well, a wave like that could crush a boat, but it's... If you're in front of wave it. when it's crowning. Right. Yeah, not, is that right? Crowning? Yeah. Or breaking? Yes, crowning. It's crowning when a baby comes out? Yes. Okay, whatever. You guys know what I fucking mean. They knew. Um, so some of the worst devastation was reached, uh, excuse me, was reserved for the island nation of Sri Lanka, where 30,000 people were swept away by the waves and hundreds of thousands were left homeless. Mm. Um, tens of thousands were reported dead or missing, uh, in Sri Lanka and India, a large number of them from the Indian, um, and Nicobar Island territories. So a lot of islands just got hit, and basically it was like wiping something off a table, like. That's horrible. And then we're like, me, you're done. I can't. Mother nature, but look, look, keep fucking mother. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Drop another. I've literally. Yeah, if the ice caps, like if all the glaciers currently in the world were to melt. Basically, the entirety of Florida and the entire East Coast and most of, like, California would be gone. Oh, we're gone for sure. Yeah. We're right up on that bitch. Night, night. (laughs) Honestly, I mean, listen. (laughs) Maybe it'll be quick. I mean, we can only hope. So, several thousand, um, of course, non-native tourists who were vacationing in the region were also reported dead or missing. The lack of food, clean water, and medical treatment combined with the enormous task faced by relief workers who were trying to, like, helicopter and fly in supplies into some of these, like, extremely remote areas where the roads had been destroyed and flooded or where there was currently a a civil war going on, like, in some places, and um, that just extended the list of casualties. Um, Long-term environmental damage was very severe. Villages, um, tourist resorts, farmlands, fishing grounds were all demolished or inundated with debris, bodies, and um, salt water that would just devastate the natural ecosystem. I never even thought about, because as you were saying that, I was like, I understand it's damaging. Like, I understand there's a lot of stuff to pick up, but like, why is it so detrimental? And then you said that salt water, and I was like, that makes so much sense. Anything that was growing. And, like, your soil quality, like, your soil mm-hmm. can actually become contaminated and then, ha- oh, Jesus. Yep. 
So it's not only devastating in the moment, but almost... Lifelong. Yeah. I mean, and also, the it always happens, too, I feel like, to the places that are struggling the most. Like, it's already so difficult. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I know. Fucking maybe hit California a little bit. Oh, God. So... The last victims of the disaster, again, perished, you know, within an eight-hour span from the initial hit, and that was in South Africa, which was 5,000 miles from the initial, you know, epicenter. Um, a gentleman named Velisi Titov, definitely said that right, <laughs> is a tsunami researcher and forecaster with the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration Center for Tsunami Research. There's definitely options to not be this fucking douchey. Be like, tsunami The fact research. that I had to take a breath halfway through that. <laughs> you had to put a period and like take the space. <laughs> um, so he credits the destructiveness of this tsunami um, to the raw power of the earthquake, obviously, that spawned it. The, qu- the quake originated in a mega thrust, you know, lots of I thrusting. Wish I make a fucking thrust. <laughs> At this point, I take a mediocre thrust. <laughs> um, but yeah, he says they're the largest faults in the entire world and they're all underwater in that one area. Of course. So, basically, in the process, Again, massive segments of the ocean floor were forced in uh, upward, and basically the effect is like dropping the world's largest pebble into the Indian Ocean with ripples the size of mountains extending out in all directions. No thanks. Um, so he says, quote, it's a wave, but from the observer's standpoint, you wouldn't recognize it as a wave. It's more like the ocean turns into a white water river and floods everything in its path. So you're not actually seeing it as like this giant wave. It's just kind of. Yeah, I guess. I feel like I'm going to look it up a little bit while you're talking, but that makes so much more sense because that's what Sean would always say. Like it just, But like people from afar would see it as a massive wave. Right, just but like when bashing. you're in front of it, it's probably yeah. like. Well, because it goes, the water goes all the way out and then, like, comes well, in so fast that you really, like... So you just don't see it cresting. So mm-hmm. it just is kind of, like, high water. But, like, you're not going to recognize that. I got to look it up while you can Yeah, he says, if um, once caught in the raging waters, if the currents don't pull you under, uh, the debris will finish the job. Oh, that's a fact. I've seen that movie, so y'all um, know. Quote, in earthquakes, a certain number of people die, but many more are injured. It's completely reversed with tsunamis. Almost no injuries because it's such a difficult disaster to survive. That is, I don't know why, just like made me sick. Mm-hmm. I did not like that. Yeah, so like the magnitude of this tsunami is so rare, obviously, that catastrophic tsunamis are all but un- unknown um, in the long cultural histories of India, Sri Lanka. Um, like it's basically it was just they didn't even see it coming that is just makes me so sad yeah you can see like it's not it's not what I would have thought the water is just like rushing in yeah but it just the sea level is I guess because the sea it level probably depends is, where you are is a higher so wide it doesn't look like a wave it's just like the whole ass ocean mm-hmm and it was basically, obviously, the most extreme tsunami since 1960, um, which is when an 8.6 magnitude 
Chilean earthquake um, basically destroyed the Pacific, including leveling Hilo, Hawaii, 15 hours after the initial quake. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, this researcher said he will never forget the scene of widespread devastation he witnessed um, even months after the tsunami had subsided. Quote, we took a boat all the way from the middle of the island um, up to the hardest hit area. And for hundreds of kilometers, it was as if somebody had taken an eraser and erased everything underneath the 20 meter line. The sheer scale of the destruction was just mind boggling. I can't imagine. You're probably finding bodies months later, Mm -hmm. like people still not knowing if their family is alive or dead. Mm -hmm. I honestly like the things that are inconvenient inconvenient to me i'm like are you fucking serious like today i forgot to turn my car heater like preheater on and i was like oh my god i had to be cold for a mere fucking 10 minutes until my heat kicked in sometimes a little perspective will do you good and you know what it's like look i mean we do okay but we work hard for our money we're definitely not like rolling in the deep but Mm -hmm. still like i feel very fortunate Mm mm-hmm and I was definitely like, hmm, oh, shit. first world problems. Yeah. Okay, proceed. I'm so sorry. I had a um, life-reflecting moment at That's that true. time. Um, so since the 2004 tsunami, governments and aid groups have prioritized disaster, risk, reduction, and preparedness. Yeah, it did a lot of good uh, in New Orleans. <laughs> Only three weeks after the tsunami, representatives of 168 nations agreed to the Hyogo framework for action, which paved the way for a global cooperation for disaster risk reduction. Okay. I can smell the lemon now that it's burning. It mm-hmm. smells totally different in like the smoke. Am I to sniff it or smell? Either one. So since then, ocean floor earthquake sensors have been installed in order to trigger um, early warnings. And many local communities have been trained in evacuation and disaster response. Although, how do you evacuate unless you can fucking fly? And it flap sounds like it happened so quick. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, that actually tastes delicious. Really? Yeah, it has like a... It's very interesting. It has a very smoky flavor to me and then sweet at the end. Or citrusy. I think that's the paper. The smokiness is really the paper. But I smoke those all the time. Yeah. I don't hmm. know. Interesting. I liked it. Um, I also am like, I understand you're putting these warning systems in, but do you think that maybe we should just stop fucking touching things? Yeah. Because we're like, you know what we should do to trigger us? We should dig under some more plates and put some more shit under them. And then put some duct tape on that bitch. Because America. And then hope y'all make it. They do be doing right. Yes. I just like, stop touching things. It's like every TikTok you watch now is like... We found a mummy that had a baby alive in her body. You know what we should do? Try to resuscitate it. See what happens. We got this dinosaur. Let's replicate it. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you I asking for a curse? I can't get a baby. There's, don't tell me there's science that you can unleash a curse. Although I thought it was. We've all seen the mummy. <laughs> okay. Bitch, we've all seen any fucking movie ever written in the history of our lifetime. Mm-mm. You just don't touch shit. You just don't. That you don't touch. Don't do it. Don't do it. I don't know how to do accents, so I just completely... That was good. Was it? That was good. I mean, I am a little bit of a little rough. Don't do it. All right. Okay, sorry. So, 
All right. Major earthquakes and tsunamis in August and September 2018 have again tested Indonesia's ability to recover and respond. And in 2018, a volcano's ongoing eruption um, caused another undersea landslide that triggered a tsunami that struck the beaches in both Sumata, Sum- Sumatra and Java in Indonesia. I have questions. Mm-hmm. Because I know we look at other planets and we're like... Dude, I was literally in Indonesia for a month. You could have... I could have been in this. I mean, I was in Thailand for three weeks. I know. <clears throat> Almost three weeks. Yeah. But, okay, before, like, we fucked up Earth, imagine just seeing our planet, the solar system, and be like, oh, they got fucking oceans that are wiping out trees. Literally. They got these spinny things in the sky. Like There's pass. another spinny thing in the water. Some over there spitting up lava. Like, that shit is... That's why we're, that's why we are the least advanced because apparently, you know, aliens that come visit us, they have to be more advanced, right? Their technology clearly allows them to come to earth quickly. Yeah. We have not mastered that yet. We are the dumb ones because no one wanted to come here (laughs) because everyone was like, keep going. (laughs) Beep, beep, bitch. Beep, beep, keep the fuck going because that's a tsunami. Honestly, I've been really down the dark rabbit hole of TikTok and I am really into astrology and a lot of it talks about how like our spirits go, you know, go into like a ton of reincarnations, Mm -hmm. but they are in different planets and different bodies and that earth is like a very high sought after place for your spirit to respawn because you learn a lot of lessons on earth. Oh, I've learned many a lesson. I was like, there's gotta be a reason this fucking life is goddamn garbage. (laughs) surely surely it's the lessons yeah (laughs) but apparently before you come to earth you decide your fucking lesson so apparently my fucking light glowing ass was up wherever whatever life i just lived and i was like you know what'd be cool a fat ass and infertility bitch (laughs) love you sis (laughs) you know what many people would want that i got deep into my feelings and i'm so sorry Proceed okay. with rational thought. Proceed. Please go on. That's fine. Okay. Um, so there was really no warning for that. One, the one in Indonesia, and almost 400 people, more than 400 people died. So the Indonesian government is also working to add volcano sensors to it to um, part of its warning systems for natural disasters. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Um. It's crazy. Like, I just can't imagine waves of 130 feet hitting the shoreline. Like, I just feel like uh, your brain can't, your brain and your eyes wouldn't be able to process that coming in that fast. That's like a freaking bullet. Because I'm pretty sure, don't like, can, like, commercial airplanes go 700 miles per hour? They actually go like 395, I think. Like 400, really? 500, maybe. So, they go slower way, than you think. The tsunami is comparable oh to a jet yeah to a jet yeah like the fuck mm-hmm. like absolutely not absolutely not <laughs> you guys come here for the true crime the fucking slurring or the same <laughs> i really want to know we'll see comment ew comment. i said <laughs> <laughs> i literally did it i was like Ew, is that what Sean hears? Are you new here? Ew, you're done. You're done. (laughs) I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm not editing. I think you guys should know. We don't give a fuck. Like, you get what you get. It is what it is. Tis what it is. Because it's easier that way. (laughs) Wait, is that the whole story? No. 
Shit. 17 years after the tsunami, um, th- apparently there's still a container at the police station in a police station in southern Thailand that contains personal items from like hundreds of victims who are still unlikely to ever be named or found. That makes me so sad. I'm sure so many people were pulled back out to sea. A graveyard nearby contains 340 bodies buried in unmarked graves, um, but they're hoping that they're like working on trying to figure out, you know, identify the bodies. That makes me so sad. It's crazy. Uh, really, uh, not knowing for me is very hard. It would be really, really difficult to like live in wonder and false hope. And then I have some first-person accounts of, like, people that survived. Um, So this first woman was a nurse and the wife of a doctor who was literally on a diving holiday. He and his wife. So everything is from her perspective. So she says, our speedboat was getting closer to the shore. All of a sudden, the diving instructor told the boat driver to stop since he noticed something was wrong. He pointed to the sea and told me that there was no water at the beach. He told me, this can't be good. I held my sons tight in my arms and told them, mommy and daddy love you very much. If anything happens, just stay afloat in this life vest. Don't try and swim. Someone will come find you and help you. I cannot fucking imagine not only knowing you're probably going to die, but having to know your kids are going to die and try to comfort them knowing you can't do it. I, I can't. We decided to head toward the island and it wasn't too far as it wasn't too far and they had been badly hit. As we arrived, it wasn't something I expected. All I saw were dead bodies floating in the water. And people don't understand how much this messes you up because you first of all, that's traumatic to see. Then inevitably you will have a wave of relief mm-hmm. that you are not one of those people, mm-hmm. that you immediately feel shitty for feeling mm-hmm. that way. People just trauma need to get better with understanding trauma in general. It's fucked up. I know. Sorry, I'm feeling philosophical as fuck tonight. So then uh, there's a little bit from the actual husband, the doctor, who was on holiday. And they, he was on the boat too? Mm-hmm. Okay. He said, I contacted my friend who was in the Navy and he told me it was a tsunami. He told us to find a big ship and get up there. I saw that my Hidal ship was on its way out from the bay, so we stopped them and asked for help. As we got on the ship, I saw houses and restaurants pulled down into the sea, and that's when I realized something serious had happened, so we all agreed that we should go help other people on the nearby island since we had two doctors and two nurses on board. Okay, well, you know what? Good for them not being pieces of shit, actually. Mm-hmm. So then the next um, account is from basically a bystander who was on Patong Beach in Thailand says, at 10, I started to hear local food sellers. They are pointing to the beach. They all said, let's go catch fish. The water has gone down very far to the middle of the sea. And there were many fish laying around all over the place. Oh, God. (laughs) People are fucking hungry. I know. I chuckled at what I saw, but it wasn't long before I realized something was wrong. As the water came back, one food seller ran back and told everyone in the area to run away from the beachfront as far as possible. It didn't look like a killer wave that you see in movies. What I saw at first was just a flash flood that brought a massive amount of water. As the flood got closer, it started to pick up speed. Finally, it hit street level and the water continued to rise. I hopped back in my truck and drove up the hill. At the moment, 
At that moment, everything was so crazy. So many people were running away from the water. I heard on my walkie-talkie that the second wave had hit. It didn't take long before the whole city was in mayhem. I went back down after the second wave retreated. At that point, I still had no idea what had happened. All I knew was that I had to help people. I got a request to go to the supermarket on the beach road where many people were trapped inside. When I arrived, I saw staff floating face down in the water that flooded the basement of the building. Some of them were still alive, but many of them were dead. As we tried to help more people in the supermarket, I heard from outside that another wave was coming. I was looking for the nearest way out, but I knew I wouldn't be able to make it, so I closed my eyes, prayed, and prepared to die. Luckily, it came up to the street level and stopped. Can you fucking imagine? That's crazy. The emotion- I don't think people understand, like, the emotional trauma of your brain acknowledging, like, that you're about to die. I can't. Mm -mm. I'm sick. Mm -mm. This is, like, way more scary than I was expecting. Right? This is, like, spooky. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. And then there's, um, the last one is really short, but it's from a boat captain. Um, He said, as I looked toward the shore of the island, I saw one big wave hit the beach and sweep umbrellas and chairs down into the sea. Then the water went down so far out before the second wave hit the beach again. This time, it dragged bungalows and restaurants down into the sea with it. It drove restaurants. Everything. I did. I'm sorry if I said this last time too, but I know I told Maddie the movie that we were recommending, The Impossible. Mm-hmm. The um, some spoiler alert. Somebody lives to tell the tale, at least. Um, but that person said there was like a ball in the beginning of the movie that was a different color than the ball her kid had in real life. And she said that was the most inaccurate thing about that movie. Oh. That it was so spot on her experience. And the movie, it is really hard to watch. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of death, but Mm -hmm. it is such a good movie. And it really gives you so much perspective. But, like, it's also your heart's racing. So it's, like, got adrenaline. It's got, like, love. It's just such a good movie. And I love baby Tom fucking Holland. You can smoke this strain and it will be sedative. You know, it'll make you... I really... uh, want to put out to the universe by the way can we manifest tom holland and zendaya never breaking up and having cute little babies yeah they're cute i love them very much and i want to protect them i don't really believe in love anymore but yeah you're good for them it's not your fault (laughs) it's not your fault you don't believe in love because all the guys available on any dating apps are fucking fuckboy bitches (laughs) who literally it's true like why couldn't we just be lesbians (sighs) The real questions in life. I know. And that's how you know it's not a choice. Yeah, we chose wrongly. Anyway, last thing um, is just a couple fast facts about the tsunami. So, the the 2004 earthquake that caused the tsunami um, is said to have released energy equivalent to 23,000 Hiroshima-type atomic bombs. Jeez. Um, the landmass closest to the quake's epicenter, the tsunami waves topped 100 feet, 30 meters. Um, the waves traveled across the Indian Ocean at 500 miles an hour, which is the speed of a jet plane. Oh, I did know that. Right. Um, the earthquake caused a shift in the Earth's mass that actually changed the planet's rotation slightly. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. Excuse the fuck out of me? <laughs> 
Wasn't there some scientist that said if we were like a fucking millispeck away from the sun in a different direction, we'd freeze or burn? This is not a better calm all the way to the fuck down. And no, (laughs) ma'am. She wanted to speak to the fucking manager. And then total material losses from this tsunami were estimated to be um, U.S. $10 million, which actually is pretty low. I thought it was going to be way more than that. Pretty low. I was like, am I a dick if I'm like, oh, I thought it would be way more. But it's our $10 million. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Because as you know, yeah, like, I do know. yeah, I like, do know. that's catastrophic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was the deadliest tsunami in human history. Do they name tsunamis like they name um, hurricanes? No. They just categorize them like. They're just like, she was fucked up. I guess they categorize the um, earthquake. Mm-hmm. magnitude or, yeah and then do it that way i mean that's irrelevant i was just interested i know like the movie san andreas is not realistic at all but it definitely i think tsunamis are just judged by death count maybe uh i don't know why that because it's just that it's the deadliest i think um so i'm trying to think of our next episode mm-hmm. did we already say about the thing that's happening that we rescheduled no. Are we saying about that? We can. Okay. So I have a um, a coworker. He's the most amazing, fabulous person. <laughs> and he loves, like, you know what I mean when I say loves, but he's very interested in the Unabomber. Mm-hmm. So he has, like, all this information. That's just, like, his favorite uh, serial killer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you want to come on the podcast and talk about the Unabomber? Yeah. And he was like, bet. Mm-hmm. I'll be there or be square. Guest appearance. So we Party just need to work one. out. <laughs> Party of uno we just need to work out the scheduling because um (laughs) we're all three working adults Mm -hmm. and it's rough in Um, school but we that will be coming and i'm really excited about it because i just it's just something different i think it'll be really fun yeah but my next episode that i'll be doing whenever however we work it out is gonna be oj simpson i think it's gonna have to be a two-parter because you know he was like he fucking drug that shit out oh he did it yeah the glove can't fail in one episode. <laughs> Fucking OJ. What is his name actually? The blood shrank the glove. Um. Oh. What's his actual name? What is it? What is OJ? He's got. What's O for? What is Oswald. The <laughs> Let's see. Oswald. What if it's Oswald? Oswald what Jackson. You, what are you gonna do if it's Oswald? What the fuck are you gonna do? I don't do? know why I just said that, but hold on. I'm feeling like it's Greg. Okay, <laughs> Simpson. I'm trying to see if I can just get it from like. Um... Okay. Okay. <laughs> the name I said would have been better, and it's funny because he's a murderer. Um. Orenthal James. Oh, I did know that. The juice. The juice. Fuck off. And also, blood didn't shrink shit. He had his hand in that glove like this. Spread I can't, out as far as he could. It I can't fit. get it on. And I'm like, bitch, I have eyes. <laughs> I don't fucking need... What? What? But, as you all know, money and fame gets you a lot. Money, specifically. Yeah. Well, it gets you the fame. Mm-hmm. So, you're correct. Okay, well, I am so high, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore, so I gotta go. Yeah, I would like to pass away. Um, Come to my bed. I'm taking a dirt nap, so. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.